Hi, this is Sandy Rios, and you're listening to Sandy Rios 24-7. Well, we just returned from one of the biggest events for conservatives in the country. It's called CPAC. Uh, this one was at CPAC. It was at uh, uh, National Harbor, Maryland, which is just right across the Potomac from uh, Washington, D.C. And so uh, I go every year just to explain. This is an organization that I've worked with for years. It's sponsored by what's known as the American Conservative Union. And the American Conservative Union has been around for years. And one of the biggest services they provide besides these conventions or gatherings of conservatives is uh, they score members of Congress on their votes. And they, they score hard. I mean, they're, they are a trusted measure. I think there's some scoring that goes on uh, that you can't necessarily trust. But they're hardliners. And so if you look up their scoring, like if you look up uh, Senator Ron Johnson, for instance, now I don't know what his score is because I haven't looked it up, you'll see that he has a really high score uh, because he, he supports the right things uh, for conservatives. And then others, well, most of the leadership in the Republican Party will have pretty bad scores, actually. Uh, but ACU does that. That's a service they provide. And then uh, uh, several years ago, probably 10 or more, Matchlap took over the leadership. And under his leadership, uh, the American Conservative Union moved actually further to the right. I was very happy. It was a big change because they weren't always really good on the issues. And uh, uh, many times they did not want to touch the conservative moral issues. But under Matt's leadership, they've taken it all on, and it's been very refreshing. So uh, Matt is married to Mercedes Schlapp. You've seen her on Fox. She's a beautiful girl. Her parents are Cuban refugees, and she's got her own passion about freedom and the country. Uh, And so uh, since we're back from CPAC, just freshly back, I thought it would be good to start this series of shows, uh, this next few shows or (laughs) podcasts, uh, with our interviews with Matt and Mercedes, uh, because we get very personal with them. And uh, I think you're going, not only you're going to have a few laughs as we d- talk, but you're also going to hear, hear their heart, which I think is really important, and you might not hear it anyplace else. I don't know if anyone talks to them like I do. Uh, well, maybe they do, but you'll see what I'm talking about. And let me just say before we began this podcast that we are so proud to have a sponsor, LivePreborn.com. A preborn, of course, you know, you hear me say this, they provide ultrasounds for women who are confused over their pregnancies. And I want, uh, one thing I want to point out, when I was hosting a panel at CPAC uh, recently, a few days ago, and on that panel was Abby Johnson. Abby was the girl you may have heard of who was the the director of a Planned Parenthood clinic, and she herself has had a couple of abortions. She's now the mother of seven children interestingly enough, but she was uh, brought in to participate in an abortion, and even though she was pro-abortion, had had to, I don't think she'd ever quite experienced it that way. It really marked her. They made a movie out of what happened, and she left Planned Parenthood abruptly and began, she became pro-life, and spiritually she kind of woke up, and so she was part of the panel that I hosted, and one of the things she talked about was something you probably have heard me mention, and that is the French abortion pill, RU486, because when that pill became available on the American market, I did a ton of interviews on that and debates in Washington, D.C., but now little did we know that it would be legalized and that now 54% of all abortions happen with a woman alone in her bathroom. The French abortion pill is two pills. Uh, One of them, the first one kills the baby, and the second one causes you to start extracting it involuntarily. It's a horrible thing, and Abby described it very well at this conference 
Uh, so this is part of what we want to prevent uh, because that's traumatic. Not only the murder of the baby, and it is murder, but the, the, the trauma of a mother taking the life of her own baby, actually seeing it expelled and then having to dispose of it. Can you imagine? And they're pushing that. And 54% of all abortions are that. Well, that's why if this mom could only see her baby in her womb, then she might not. She probably wouldn't make that choice. Stats show that most of them don't once they see their own child. And so if you'd like to help preborn, uh, provide these ultrasounds so these women can see what their babies look like, go to preborn.com slash Sandy. That's preborn.com slash Sandy and make your most generous donation. All right, we'll sit back and relax. This is the next version of Sandy Rios 24-7. From American Family Radio, Sandy Rios. We are not called to be nice. We are often called to be confrontational. And here with me in D.C. is Fox News contributor Sandy Rios. I think the most important thing we need to demonstrate to our children is genuineness. That we actually believe what we say we believe. A longtime Fox News contributor, Sandy Rios, thanks very much for being with us. Seek justice. Not social justice, but God's justice. What's right and what's wrong. Sandy Rios is with the American Family Association. A pro-life radio talk show host. We've got to say this is the line. Life is sacred. Director of Governmental Affairs for the American Family Association. Step up. Speak up. Say something. Do something. All right. Well, we're coming to you from CPAC 2023. And uh, if you've listened to me for any period of time, you know that uh, I always am at CPAC on Radio Row. And one of the reasons for that is that the, the guy who heads CPAC and conservative, um, the conservative American Conservative Union is Match Lab. And he and Mercedes are such good friends uh, that it's just I can't be away from them for long. I have to come to CPAC <laughs> like a couple times a year. Matt, it's so great Thank to you, see Sandy. you. Thank you, Sandy. Great to be with you. It wouldn't be CPAC without you. Well, you're very sweet. You're very sweet. I love it. I really do. Are you happy with this? You've got an incredible lineup this year. Oh, it's amazing. The speakers are great. Um, you know, it was it was tough. I just talked to some J6 families, and they're like, hey, we want more J6. I've talked to pro-life leaders. Like, hey, we want more pro-life. I've talked to other people on other issues. We want more. It's like you try so hard over three days to just fit it all in. There's just... Unfortunately, there's a lot of evil in the country, and there's so many issues that we have to focus on. And the thing is at CPAC, which is what I love about it, is everybody gets to go on that stage and say what they want. They have their peace. They speak what's on their heart. And I think if you, and I know you have, um, your husband has, when you kind of soak it all in and see what's going on, it's it's very compelling, the pushback, kind of like the reclaiming of this, this city, this national city the reclaiming of our country, it's alive and well. Thank God. Yeah, and this is one of the reasons. And you are, you are, you are absolutely, Matt, even whether you want to be sometimes or not, you are one of the major leaders in the conservative movement and important because you're a principled man. Uh, you're a man who believes in God, and so you draw your principles from that. And uh, there's a lot to say about that. But I, I want to talk to you about something specific because yeah, I, I was listening to Fox yesterday, and as well, let's throw the, a background for this. You know, I, I used to work for Fox. I yeah. was a Fox contributor. Mercedes worked for Fox. You've been on Fox a million times. Oh my gosh, for ten years! Like, like our, yeah. Yeah, our home home base, yeah. home base for many of my listeners. You know, that's where they have drawn their news. But I was listening yesterday, and um, Myron York, who I used to really like, said something about to the effect that uh, there were two events this weekend. One is CPAC. That's the Trump event, 
And the other one is uh, Club for Growth is having a major event at this on the same weekend, and that's DeSantis. So it's the Trump supporters who are going to National Harbor for CPAC, and it's the DeSantis supporters who are, you know, convening in this other area. As And the inference, of course, is that Match Lab is all about uh, President Trump, which you are a strong supporter, but I'm going to let you re- respond. Yes. Well, how, well, how do you respond to I that? like the Club for Growth. Um, I like David McIntosh, who, by the way, was a strong social conservative when he was in Congress. Um, you know, uh, I, they have a great conference. Sometimes it conflicts with ours. It's more of a donor event. Um, you know, the people who fund Club for Growth are these big financial donors. Um, CPAC is just grassroots. It's just regular old folks. I mean, uh, I've talked to some of the most amazing people, moms, dads, teachers, cops, you know. Uh, it's a lot for them to come to CPAC, but it's not too much money compared to some of the, the big money things you can go to in politics. And, and I would say this, that I think the sad thing about what happens to too many kind of legacy conservative media sites is they're trying to write Donald Trump off. They're trying to just select who the next nominee is. It didn't work well in 2016. It won't work well in 2024. The people get to decide. The people that come to CPAC, these grassroots activists, people uh, around the country, people in Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina, they're going to pick who this nominee is. It doesn't matter if you used to be a great journalist. It doesn't matter if you work for you know, broadcast cable news. Um, in the end, that voice is a shrinking voice. And the bigger voices, you know, Sandy, I think people are turning to people like you, people they trust, people on websites, you know, we have what's going on. We have, look at this media row. How many years have you come here? It is all different. It used to be there was NBC, CBS, ABC. That's all broken. Yeah. None of our people are consuming that, reading that. Don't even want to see them. They the, wouldn't even be gathering around the booth no, if they were here. They so wouldn't care. They wouldn't know who the people were. And I think for some people in this legacy media, even in the conservative part of it, they don't know what to make of all of this change. And I embrace the change. I, I just say that, look, this is a good thing that we're finally saying it's so corrupt. The media empire, the academic empire, big businesses, it's so corrupt. We just don't want it. I mean, I just got done with a... The debanking platform, Donald Trump Jr. was on the stage talking about how he's just debanked. We had a great panel. He was debanked? He was debanked in the last 24 hours. I just talked to him about it that backstage. And so we had a panel with all these solutions, a way to get a China-free phone, a way to do your online payments without paying the enemy, a way to take care of your banking needs. You know, All of these things, they're all being portrayed here at CPAC, and I think it's a very important message. I do, too. And I think that what you're doing is so important, Matt. You're having these all over the world. What, Australia? Yeah. Uh, Japan? Yeah, Korea, Korea. Japan. Uh, <laughs> we did Hong Kong. We just My daughter was just up talking about the great trip we had to Israel. We went to Brazil. We just did Mexico. Um, we had 45 Italians here. We're going to do CPAC in Italy. Oh, I bet you, want, you might want to go to that I, one. I do want to go. Uh, we're going back to Hungary. So, like, why do they all want this message? Yeah. It's not because we're such a wealthy organization that we pay them. We don't have that kind of money. It's because people all over the world are hungering to tie into the conservative movement in America because they see it as so strong. But they're very worried that we fail here in this country. The whole world is rooting for us to save America. I, I think absolutely. No doubt about it. I don't think people understand. Uh, it's not just a cliche that to say America is the leader in the free world. Uh, people look to us, and when we fail, it hurts them. That's right. And they do cheer for us. I want to get to a larger issue, though. Yeah, of course. We touched on it, but we didn't. Look, I'm concerned, Matt, because everyone, everyone many outlets and people and pundits 
are trying to position this presidential primary, and it's coming right up. I mean, the, the election's coming right up again. Go figure. Didn't we just finish? Anyway, and they're trying to pit people against, uh, pit Donald Trump and DeSantis. They're the two leaders. And they're trying to pit people and bait yes. people and get them to make choices and yes. stir up the pot. And personally, well, no, I, I want to know what you think. What, what, how should grassroots people feel about the confusion over that right now? Look, I, I, here's how I would, let me just say how I would describe the race. I think DeSantis swung and whiffed on not coming to CPEC. He should have come here. We had plenty of people that are going to go to both of these events. It was easy to do. Ted Cruz, others, um, they came here because they want to, you know, they want to pay tribute to the grassroots activists. They might not be the big money people, but they're, they matter. Um, but by the same token, Ron DeSantis is a good man. He's been a good friend. He was a fabulous member of Congress. He had a near-perfect voting record. He was been a courageous governor. And if he wants to run for president, he ought to do it. If Mike Pompeo, who's on this stage, wants to run for president, he ought to do it. If Nikki Haley wants to run for president, she ought to do it. Vivek, uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy, he's here. I just passed yep. him in the hallway. He's doing it. Yeah. I mean, this is the way we want it to be. Um, and, uh, and look, I think most tr people here are Trump people. Now, they don't know if they're Trump 2024 people yet, but they know they love the president. And there's a bond you'll never break because he did something that nobody had ever done before in modern times, which is he actually took on this conservative agenda. We didn't know if it was real, like in his heart or not. And then he did it. So the question is this. It's not whether they love Donald Trump. That part's already been decided. They do. The question is, do they really think he can win again? Because we're practical people too, right? Like there's no point of doing all this and losing to these losers again. So that's kind of the conversation that's going on in people's minds. I think a lot of people want to see uh, President Trump tomorrow and just kind of see like how he is. How does he sound? You kick the tires on the candidates. And that's why these events are so important. And I'm not scared of the fact that we're all going to fight hard and say mean things and names will fly. And we survived it in 2016. I think we'll survive it again. And, um, and we're going to come out with a person who's ready to take on this most mean-spirited of nasty, evil uh, political movements that we've ever seen in our country. This modern-day socialist, now not no longer just a Democrat party, a socialist party, embracing full-on wokeness, Marxism, uh, you know, and everything else about it. Let me restate that CPAC is featuring Vivek Ramaswamy, who's yep. declared, Nikki Haley, who's declared. That's right. Uh, Mike Pompeo hasn't declared, but he's but interested. He, but he, was, he just gave a, he just oh. gave a long speech. Oh, did he? Oh, yes, yeah. well, of course. But has, yeah. he hasn't officially declared. But no, but his speech was is, right up to the line. Okay, but, but you're, the point is, you are. This is not a Trump only no. event. That's no. just a mischaracterization. Uh, look, and, I love Trump. My wife loves Trump. We have great respect for yeah. him. But see, our job is my job is running CPAC. It's got to be broader. That's right. Yeah. So, um, so if right. you love Ron DeSantis and you want to be at CPAC, and there's plenty of people here because they have DeSantis pins and stuff, I'm so glad they're here. Go make your case. Yep. And I, okay, so I want to make, this uh, last thing I want to talk to you about is, is more difficult. And, yeah, of course. Um, You've always asked me difficult questions. I have. So you I'm should gonna, you feel comfortable, count, count too. on me for that. <laughs> uh, but, um, Matt, a few months ago, your life was really shaken because you had an accusation that made the papers from a, a guy that drove a limousine for you in Atlanta. And I'm not even going to go into the details. People can find it. Uh, but I, you, you and I have talked, so I'm gonna, but I'm going to say to people, I, I said this on the air already probably when it first came out, but I've known you for so many years since uh, the Bush administration. 
you've been here for such a long time. This is a rumor factory. If there were any rumors about you, they would be running already. People would know. They'd have it. They'd understand. And people who know you, who are the people that I know, never have ever seen anything like that. It was a horrible thing that he did. And you found out a lot of things. Okay, let me just say, we found out, I will say, uh, that we found out now that this guy has a history of uh, accusations and untruths. And you've actually sued the person, right? Did he do it anonymously? He accused you anonymously, Yeah, so right? we haven't, I'll, I'll just say this, the, the legal case I can't really comment on because um, it's, uh, it's in the legal system, which I have faith in. Um, I have not decided uh, those kinds of steps like countersuing and stuff yet. Uh, but we will. We have great lawyers, and uh, we'll determine what those next steps are. We, and I trust the legal system. The, um, but let, let's talk about the news media. Because when something like this happens, I don't consider myself a famous person, but when you're a semi-prominent person, you're running a conservative group, our politics has gotten to the point where there's an absolute attempt to destroy everything about you. Um, there's no fairness. There's no process for the media. Someone can make an anonymous allegation, no proof, no one to verify it or anything like that, and, and then we're off to the races. And then once one person writes it, in this case it's a far-left, daily beast, hate machine, then you know everyone else says, well, they wrote it, so then I'm going to write it. And then everyone starts writing it, and then even my friends talk about it on television. And Byron York just mentioned it. Breaks my heart. Okay, you like, know, why would he do that? Never talked to me about it, never even attempted to you know, get the story. So, you know, that, that's hard to hear, but here's the thing, Sandy, I'm just going to forge right ahead and say this. Um, it's humbling. Being humbled isn't the worst thing. Being broken by the nastiness of this world is not the worst thing. Um, I'm created in the image and likeness of God. Jesus loves me and is my savior. I'm going to live the rest of my days in a way as best as I can that's consistent with what he wants me to do. This is a wake-up call for me and for people who love me to the fact of how nasty things have become. You know, uh, someone can disagree that with your support of Trump, or someone can disagree with the fact that you think the people on one six should still be in prison, and people can disagree with you on the fact that you think cops aren't all bad people and they should be funded and get their pensions and they have to do tough things in our society. You can believe that the, the, this vaccine mania and virus mania has you know, destroyed comedy in our society, hurt my own kids. You can, you can fight back on that stuff, but there's a consequence now, and the consequence is this absolute destruction of the person. You know, I had so many Democratic friends in this town for so long, and we could have parties at each other's homes, we could have very civilized social engagements. Um, it just seems gone because there is this feeling that, you know, I had a Supreme Court justice at my house for a Christmas party, and that resulted in some of the nastiest media coverage about the fact that this justice, because the justice uh, want, uh, voted to overturn Roe v. Wade, had no business celebrating at any party because obviously overturning Roe v. Wade for these leftists means that, you know, we're harming women. Well, I'm sure he's just trying to follow the Constitution, but what I'd like to see is us protecting little girls in the womb. Well, you know, over 50% of them are little girls because we even have sex selection abortion, which is so disgusting. And so you put all that together, you just, this is a very evil time that we're in. I'm also, uh, as we all are, imperfect people trying to figure out the best lane within it. And I'm going to uh, keep my head held high uh, in terms of doing the right thing. And I'm also going to be 
open to the fact that um, we have to rethink all of us how we operate in this fallen world. It's it's really it's really a terrible thing. And I, I want to point out one more thing. And then we're going to change the subject. But I they when they try to destroy you, they're very smart. They go for the very thing that will hurt you the most. That's right. I've seen this happen to so many of my That's friends. Right. And nothing means, it seems to me, Matt, nothing means more to you than your wife, your girls. What, yeah. Four or five girls. I can't oh, remember. Five, five girls. Five girls. Yeah. And, you know, family is just like at your heart. So, yeah. and it, this hurt you. And they're hurt, young. Hurt they're your young. wife. It hurt your kids. This was a, this was a real blow. And I, I just want people to know that you were not kept... I don't want them to think you're so professional that it didn't bother you. No, it no, no, did. it did. It and did. it's horrible what they did. Yeah. So, so. but the thing of it is you have lived in such a way that you outlive the lies. And so that, <laughs> that's my, like someone told me that years ago because I had enough arrows pointed at me, was that you live your life in such a way that the arrows just bounce off. You do, well, that's, you do what's right. That was what St. Sebastian that happened to. It, it happened, you know, the sa- it's amazing when you get in these tough times, you read the lives of the saints and you realize, boy, you think I'm, I think I'm going through something tough, or someone else thinks they're going through something tough, and it's nothing. And of course, it's nothing like the cross. And as a Christian, and as I'm particularly a Catholic, you, you're always saying, you know, like Jesus said, let this cup pass from me, let this cross go away from me, let me have the good times of my faith. And then, but the other part of me says, you know, Lord, if suffering will make me better, or if suffering can be a positive thing. Um, for the people around me or whatever, then you're like, well, give me that cross. So this is the, that's the conundrum of Christianity, which is we'd all like the good parts, but there's bad parts too, and you have to take it all together, and you have to know that God loves you just as much in the dark times as he does in the happy times. And I will say this for my wife and I, we, um, we've never prayed so much. We've never been closer. We've never um, reached out to each other more. I think it's true for my girls too. We're suffering, but we are... Um, we're strong, and so maybe that will be the good of that will come out of it. Mm-hmm. All right, so back to CPAC, and I know you have other duties, and I think you have a few things to do. You have the big banquet tonight, right? We With do. Carrie yeah. Lake speaking. Gosh, see, that was bold of you to have her come. She's so, you know, she's <laughs> so people, controversial. Some people don't even like her around here, and some people say, "Well, I don't know. It would have been better to have this person or that person." I'm like, "Look, I love Carrie Lake." I love her voice. I love her spirit. I've gotten to know her personally. She's a friend. She's a lovely person. She's brave. And I want to hear from her. And, and look, it, it, everyone has to make their... Some people say, oh, I don't, why do you have Mike Pompeo? Or why do you have Nikki Haley? It's like, go consume it and see what you like and don't like. And you might be surprised someone you don't like, you didn't think you like, you end up liking someone you thought you loved, you don't like so much. It's like, just let it happen. Like that's why there's diverse viewpoints on that stage. I think it's good for all of us. Yeah, and critical thinking requires that yeah. for conservatives too. We boast that we have critical thinking, but if we can't handle messages that are not, well, from let me tell you, we have over a thousand people coming to this dinner. I think it means Carrie Lake is pretty popular. I, oh, I, <laughs> I know she is. Yeah. And so is Matt Schlatt. Oh, thank you. That's Matt so Mercedes. nice. Thank you for being here, uh, Matt. My pleasure. Thanks for including me. God bless you, my friend. Thank you so much okay. to you. Bye bye. Bye bye. This is Sandy Rios 24-7 on American Family Radio. All right, Sandy Rios, back with you. Well, wasn't that interesting? Wasn't that interesting what you just heard from Match Lab? And now when you see CPAC advertised or disparaged by the news media, however you hear it positioned, you'll have a little bit better idea of who's behind it. And so uh, in a second, we are going to do part two. I interviewed Matt Mercedes at different times, uh, but Mercedes is a powerhouse herself.
Uh, I mean by that, not just flattery, not that she's just a strong woman, but that she is a woman of conviction who stands strongly beside her husband. And uh, you're going to hear what she has to say in just a few minutes. But before we do that, uh, there are some practical things you know by now that if you have something to say to us or a question or a comment, you can do that by calling 662-821-2040. That's 662-821-2040. You can email us at sandy at afr.net. That's sandy at AFR.net, or you can go to sandyrios.com to find out, you know, lots of stuff, like CPAC was on there and other things, places we're going to be, that you can come and see us. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, Getter, True Social, and YouTube. So I think I've run out of things to tell you. Oh, no, the other thing is, if you're not familiar with podcasts or if you only know, for instance, the platform you listen to, just know if you're sharing with your friends how to get the podcast that we are. Our home base is AFR.net. There's this great app you can put on your smartphone. It's AFR Talk. If you download that, it's really simple to listen to the show anytime you're ready. Or you can find us on all the podcast platforms. uh, And you know what they are, Spotify and Amazon and all of those things that you are, are your favorites or your habit. So um, just look for Sandy Rios 24-7. All right. Well, uh, you're in for another treat because um, Mercedes... Schlapp is our next guest. Here she is. Well, I think the most beautiful girl at CPAC <laughs> is Sandy Rios. Is the f- <laughs> Stop it. The first lady. The first lady of CPAC Aww. is Mercedes Schlapp. Mercedes, great to see you. It's, Thanks for joining me. It's so great to be with you. Thanks for being here. Oh, well. I heard you were giving me a hard time after my panel because I said my <laughs> panel was the best one. And then all of a sudden, Sandy's like, no, 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 no. My, Let's get this straight. <laughs> Little panel rivalry. I know. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, we had to talk about, you know, the loss of human dignity. That is the hmm. most important panel. But, but, but yeah, yes. well, it was just an interesting topic. It was a very big topic for yes. 10 minutes, but it's yes. very enjoyable. Yeah. All right, Mercedes, um, well, just a practical thing. You, you, were, you have such uh, experience in media, of course, uh, with all of your hosting on television. And, of course, Fox now is... Fox not, is not even here anymore. Fox I don't even recognize anymore. It's kind of sad, really. Uh, it is I, Yeah. Sad. I mean, they, you know, look, I think that they make their business decisions. I don't know what, you know, they've they pulled out a, about from a lot of conservative um, organizations just um, in sponsorship. So, you know, they're going to make their decisions. I just think that, I think for these media outlets, they have to realize that they got to figure out where the people are. People don't want to be, they don't want to be dictated. Too. They don't want to be told how to think. They want to think for themselves, and they I think have, especially conservatives. And they have plenty of that. Yes. On every other channel. Yes. So that is I right. mean, I, I just I, I saw an interview about Paul Ryan, who's on the board, you know, of Fox now. Which I don't know what his exact title is, uh, but he was like um, coming after Tucker Carlson a little bit. You know? He was. Yes. Oh, I missed yeah. that. Criti- critical of Tucker because you know. And I do think there's some great heroes there. Like, I think Laura Ingram is just, she's a personal friend. I love her. You know, Tucker Carlson speaks the truth. Uh, You know, Sean Hannity, also very strong. So you have these voices in there. And look, we have very good friends who are hosts at at Fox. And they got to just keep speaking up and and just really connecting with the people. Because I think... You know, you you have to be cor- we have to be careful when you become too big and too corporate and right. not understanding where the pulse of the conservative movement is. I don't know how to quantify it, but I just think Fox must have lost millions of listeners after their coverage on the 2020 election. 
I, you know, I don't know. I think they did have some fallout, and then a Newsmax picks stuff up, and I think now it's kind of, you know, I think I do think that they still remain one of the top, you know, networks when it comes to uh, cable networks. And look, they have a role to play, and I think that they got to figure out where they want to go. I do think that they have to be very careful when they're trying to decide who they're going to favor and who they're going to cover. Like when you're a news channel, a fair news channel, you need to like cover all the all the candidates, all the potential candidates and and let the again, I'm going to say this again, let the people decide. And that's what we do here at CPAC. Everyone kept saying this is the Trump like Fox was on this morning, someone told me and they said they called it the Trump conference. I was like, "Wait a second here. Like we are a an honest broker and you know this Andy, you've been here forever." We let the, whoever wants to come that is part of this conservative movement come. And, you know, they make their choices. Governor Ron DeSantis chose to be with donors last night. I think, quite frankly, if I would have been his advisor, I would have said, I don't know, go with the people. That makes more sense. And then we'll get the donors going. Like, you, you, it's all about, like, it's a missed opportunity if you are thinking about running for president and not showing up because these thousands of people... They're the ones that knock on doors. They make phone calls. They're the leaders, the campaign leaders and election leaders of their communities. And you need them. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you. I think he made a big mistake not coming here. And I, I talked with Matt earlier on another podcast about, um, about the mischaracterization of this as a Trump event. Because I know you guys and I know the kind of work you do. And you've got other presidential candidates here. It's not just no. about President Trump. No. But he should be here. Yeah. President Trump should be here. And Absolutely. And look, I, I was thinking about this too, Sandy. Like, I think we have to remember the enormous impact President Trump has had on reshaping the Republican Party really yes. becoming the party of the worker really, really becoming the party of the parents that are feeling who are feeling that they're being bullied in these schools so i feel like you can't i know they the media wants to minimize him i get i they want to do that they don't want to give him any you know air in any way but the reality is is that he's still the dominant figure in the Republican Party. You can't deny that. Now, are there other really talented leaders like Ron DeSantis, like Nikki Haley? Like, yes, absolutely. Like Ted Cruz, there's some really dynamic individuals, but to ignore the elephant in the room, that doesn't work. And that's not what CPAC is about. Right. Just because they want it that way. Uh, You know, I was just thinking in this last few days, uh, President Trump made such, had such effect on two, lots of things, but two come to mind. One of them is media. Yeah. Fake news. Fake, fake news. news. And people, it finally got into the DNA of the American people, and they figured it out. And that was a wonderful thing that yeah. he gave the United States of, yeah. of America for citizens to realize they can't trust everyone. They have to be very discerning. Well, well what's happened is, is that it's moved on from fake news to propaganda. Yes. And what we've noticed is, is that their target is not only to destroy Trump, but destroy anyone who would have been associated with Trump. And not only do they go to try to destroy Trump, they try to destroy families. They try to destroy marriages. They literally, uh, you know, they, their goal, and we know this because the Washington Post going after my husband, literally for two months had five reporters calling every single person Matt Schlapp knew. Every sing- I, I want to put say this again. Hunter Biden with a crazy laptop and all these other things, they, they get a pass, the Democrats. On a conservative leader, they will put five reporters on them, calling every single person, harassing our staff. They had one male reporter show up unannounced to a young female staffer's house. She was afraid, afraid. 
And this is what the Washington Post gets away with. Yes, and Mercedes, I, 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 I talked to Matt about this, and I'll just briefly mention this so that people know that they came after Matt with a vengeance, and they always come after the most effective people with the thing that they figure will hurt them the most. The most. Yes. And so you guys have been through hell in the last few months, your girls and you. And um, I just want to go on the record again as saying that I've known you for years. I've known Matt for years. And the people that I, I know lots of people in D.C. And I don't, nobody that has a square head on their shoulder believes, believed for a second that well, was true. I'll tell you so, something. It's um, what you learn through this process is that you trust in God and you you do everything you can to make sure your family is protected. You know who your friends are. And you also realize that you have to keep fighting, that you can't cave in because they want you to be scared. They want you to go away. And Sandy, we can't. And one beautiful thing we've learned is that while you suffer, while you know we might be suffering, there's so many of us that have their our own sufferings. And when we're able to come together and share in that suffering and know that you're not alone, that is that is the beauty of what God has put us here to do. And I and I and that's what we've learned in this process. And it's very humbling, and it's very much taught us that you know. God's telling us just trust in him. And I think that's a great message because when we come to CPAC, we pray over CPAC. We're like, God, angels, protect this place because these are the incredible faithful leaders. These are the people on the front lines uh, fighting for good. And so one last thing. I just have to say, Mercedes, for you and Matt both, you could have, most people go into the fetal position. Yes. When they get attacked so personally and so yeah. vitriolically, so dam in a, such a damaging way. And you guys have done the opposite. And so I'm, I'm very proud of you, and you've been an example to all of us. So with that, First Lady of CPAC, Mercedes Schlepp, uh, I say goodbye. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Sandy. Yeah. We love you. Yeah, love you. Love you back. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, I told you you would enjoy hearing from Matt and Mercedes. Just delightful. So um, I want to talk to you just for a second, though, before Bruce and I ask Bruce to join me, because he has a lot to say. He, he gets... We're all we're both together listening to all of these things, and it's just nice to be able to chat and and hear what how this is affecting him and what he has to say about it. But before we do that, Preborn, uh, of course, is our sponsor. It's preborn.com/sandy. If you could would like to make a donation, and of course, you know, it goes to provide ultrasounds for moms who are confused about their pregnancies, not sure they want to keep their babies. It also makes it possible for us to join you. Uh, each and every week. So I hope that you will be generous. It's preborn.com slash Sandy. One, one, just one data point on this. Over 60% of abortions are coerced. In other words, um, a young girl is persuaded by her mother or by her father or by her boyfriend. It can happen to older women too. Uh, it is usually not the mom who wants to terminate the pregnancy. I know that that's sometimes the case, but 60% of abortions are coerced. And and so that means that I think women need something to make them more bold. And there's nothing that makes you more bold than actually seeing an image of your baby, your own child in your womb. And that's what ultrasound does. So if you'd like to help Preborn provide those ultrasounds, go to preborn.com Sandy. It's $28 to provide one ultrasound. And uh, so just be as generous as you possibly can, okay? It's preborn.com slash Sandy. All right, so Bruce, we had quite the weekend at uh, Gaylord Hotel in, in uh, National Harbor, Maryland, didn't oh, we? Oh, we sure did. It was amazing. Yeah. All right, so you just uh, listened to Matt and Mercedes again, as I did, 
Uh, and I just, what really strikes you about, there was kind of a theme there between the two of them. Yes, and uh, what you need to know is that they were interviewed separately, uh, actually by a day, and their answers to many of the questions were amazingly consistent, and I would say that's a good thing because they're talking about their faith. They're talking about um, what sustains them. They're talking about uh, where they want to go with CPAC, things like that. Bruce, we talked quite a bit. I talked with Matt about it and Mercedes as well about the media and how they've changed and how different things are. And um, it is very different, isn't it? You and I used to watch Fox all the time. I used to be on Fox all the time. That's just one difference. But they talked about a lot of the difference. What, what, do, you, what do you see with those differences? Well, I think just over the years we've been going, uh, you can really see an evolution of the different media sites. Um, it used to be very um, network heavy, especially Fox. Fox was like the rock star when we used to go. I mean, you couldn't even get near their booth. This year, they didn't even attend. I know. And it's like they have made a business decision, which I, th I find very troubling because there's no reason for them not to be at CPAC. I don't care what their agenda is, and you know that each network has an agenda. But regardless, they need to be there to cover what was going on. That is a huge part of the conservative movement. And I don't think they, I think, you know, they sort of in a veiled way or maybe not even so veiled were signaling they're against Trump. And because people are setting an agenda saying that the CPAC event is a quote unquote Trump event. Now, I don't find it to be that. It's not just, uh, it, and it isn't just that. It's also there against Trump supporters. You know, keep in mind, uh, Bruce, that they, uh, Karl Rove has tremendous influence there, as does former Speaker of the House Paul Ryan. Uh, they are the ultimate rhino is to kind of a term, honestly. I, I, I would have uh, more harsh words if uh, I, I were less careful. Uh, but they are enemies of the grassroots uh, people because they like their power. They like the way it used to be. And they wield a ton of money. And they've made, uh, Fox has made no uh, bones about the fact that they want to cancel Trump. But they also want to cancel his supporters. Remember when Trump used to say, they're coming after me, but they're really coming after you. Yeah. And that includes Fox. He used to talk about he was the one standing between us and the people coming That's after right. us. And uh, what I found interesting is that both Matt and Mercedes Schlapp uh, indicated that, you know what, no matter what the networks try to do or are doing, the people will select the candidate. And I think that's something we need to remember. Don't let these networks sway you. Think your own thoughts. Listen to what they have to say, but research, compare, listen to the candidates. You know, and, and of course, talk is cheap, but look at what they've done. And, you know, I feel badly for President Trump. I, I thought it was a great uh, line from Matt when he said, um, a lot of the people here are Trump supporters, but maybe not Trump 2024 supporters. And I totally agree with that. I still don't know where I am regarding President Trump or other candidates. But I will say this. I think it's terrible that people are choosing to turn their back on President Trump after all he did for us. I mean, where would this country be if he had not stepped into the breach uh, six years ago and done what he did? 
absolutely Trump. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bruce, actually, I started calling you President Trump. Uh, wow. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to get my uh, hair changed here. <laughs> <laughs> More hairspray. Anyway, <laughs> anyway no, um, I think the second point I didn't even finish with Mercedes in my conversation with her was the two things that occurred to me that President Trump has had such tremendous impact on was the media, uh, helping people to understand that they could not trust what they were hearing anymore, and they had to be careful who they listened to. And the second thing is China, which we're going to get into later in the week. We have some great discussions on China, but just think about where we were when Trump took office, big business, and the, the country was just completely yielded to a big business sharing their technology to jobs going overseas. We were still in the middle of that. And it was Trump and his campaign that really started China, whatever he, however he has said, yeah. it, China. China. <laughs> anyway, but he was right. And he, he helped uh, the American people to understand that they are not our friends. But I want to say something before we say goodbye here, Bruce. I want to say something about this presidential race that I think is important. Because keep in mind, when you hear Fox and all the other networks, I was reading CNN's report on CPAC. I was reading the, some of the others also, Rolling Stone. Yeah. Uh, they, they make it sound like there was nobody there. There was no enthusiasm. And they are also stirring the pot to try to get um, conservative Americans to be pitted against each other citing getting behind Ron DeSantis and the others getting behind Donald Trump. And they, they're sort of cheering on the spat, the disputes between President Trump and um, Ron DeSantis. I, I, and I think, uh, and, and certainly Do uh, President Trump takes the bait every time. <laughs> huh? And I don't like that. And, but I just caution all of you, just hold your powder. Keep your powder dry, I guess the Patriots said, mm -hmm. because this is a long election season. A lot of things can change. You have no idea what will develop. And as you watch this, things will become clearer. So uh, don't get mad at your neighbors or your friends, your family members, like we have done in the last few years over COVID and other things. If you're split right now, you prefer DeSantis or you want Pompeo or you want, you know, just hash it out. Why do you share, talk, educate each other as to what the reasons are? But don't be don't be quick to condemn uh, both in the terms of DeSantis and Trump. They're both lions. They're both conservative lions in their own right. And I think what you need to remember, too, is don't think that if President Trump is somehow pushed aside and Ron DeSantis becomes the candidate for president, that he will be treated any better than the left-wing media treated Donald Trump. And, you know, very, very few people have shown an ability to stand up to the left-wing media. I think DeSantis has done well so far. But that's not a good reason that uh, to think, well, you know, um, if Trump's out of the way, uh, all this criticism of the conservative candidate will go away. That is not going to happen. No, and they will find his weakness like they did. Uh, in, we talked with Matt and Mercedes about the left finding that thing that hurts the most. Yep. They'll do the same thing with DeSantis. I have never seen them, honestly, I rarely, if ever, seen them not manage to destroy whoever their target was. Matt and Mercedes so far are the exceptions to that. So, um, so just remember, we are in wicked times. Don't take debate. 
hold your powder, keep it dry, and uh, let's wait and see how things develop. Well, um, thank you, sweetheart, for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. And we had a great time. So we'll talk more about CPAC uh, in the in the coming podcast. Here. I can't wait. More, more tidbits. Uh, meanwhile, those of you listening, we thank you for listening. And I uh, want to remind you that if you want to uh, call us, you can call 662-821-2040. And by the way, I promised I'd do a show with your phone calls and email, and I still will. I still will. We've just been, well, very busy moving here and there. And so, um, in fact, in, in a few days, we'll be in Vancouver, British Columbia, and I'll be uh, visiting, we'll be visiting our family and grandchildren that we have not seen in a year and a half because of COVID restrictions. So there are a lot of things taking us away from the office, but still, you know, keeping up with the podcast. So just be patient with me, but I will, I do listen to your phone calls and I will read your email uh, and we will do a show on that. It's 662-821-2040. And the email address is sandy at AFR.net. That's sandy at AFR.net. And I think that's everything you need to know for today. We are so grateful that you're listening. Thank you for that honor. Meanwhile, this is Sandy Rios on Sandy Rios 24-7.